Welcome to Eternal Elements Learning Podcast brought to you by Chessa Online. These podcasts are a part of the audio certificate programs on Chessa Online. You're free to take these podcasts on your desired portal also, should you only wish to learn on the go. Thank you so much for engaging on these podcasts. And you can connect with the author on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Welcome back. This is Niket Karasgi from Eternal Elements. What about us online? We are in season eight. We are talking about international business. We have spoken a lot about international business. We've talked about the world history. We've talked about WTO. We've talked about the regional integration, the economic integration. We've talked about creation of blocks. We studied these blocks. Blocks are countries which come together for integration. Mostly these are regional blocks in play. We've also realized that once these blocks come into formation, the static and the dynamic effects take place, which lead to expansion of business, expansion of markets. It leads to foreign direct investment. It leads to the capacities moving overseas. Whenever we have to decide on which country to operate in, the diamond of national competitive advantage of Michael E. Porter always comes to my mind. This is a fascinating model and Porter says there are four conditions required for you to succeed in a particular country. That means all managers who are into international business must look at these four conditions. What are these four conditions? One, the demand condition. Number two, the factor condition. Third, related and supporting industries. And fourth, the firm strategy, structure and the rivalry. Let's discuss each of these facets. A disclaimer though, even if all the facets are in control and you are efficiently managing them, it does not guarantee success because there are so many other factors at play. Markets change. We live in a volatile, uncertain, complex and ambiguous world. And obviously, we are susceptible to these forces. Definitely. What is the demand condition? The demand condition says that when you decide to move into a particular country, you must observe the need or the demand which exists in that particular home country and the host country. Now, typically, if you're looking at the product life cycle and if you are in a state of maturity or you're entering into a state of decline, at that point in time, you may decide to move into overseas market because you've got the capacity to move into the overseas market. But then, if there are no demand conditions, if there's no need, if there's no want in that particular country, there's no point moving there. So first is there must be a need, there must be a demand for your product or your service in that particular country, the host country that you're discussing. The factor conditions. What are the natural advantages? What are the absolute advantages? We discussed about it. And we are talking about what are the factors that exist in terms of labor, capital, technology, equipment, and probably the natural resources that you would may want to uh, explore in that particular area. Now, these factor conditions are extremely critical because if the skilled labor is available for your particular product or service, if capital technology is available, you got a good start for sure. However, capital and technology can always be brought in from overseas, but skilled labor 
essentially very, very important. If you don't have people who can support you there, your business is not going to be successful for sure. The third factor, related and supporting industries. When you're talking about relating and supporting industries, we're saying that you need an ecosystem to succeed. You need across your value chain certain partners who can actually help you in terms of succeeding because you can't do everything yourself right and therefore you do need an ecosystem supporting industries that will help you to do well in that particular country it could be the distribution network it could be the inbound logistics it could be anything but you will have to study that and see whether that support structure is available and the fourth one, which is absolutely your ownership and your owners, the firm's strategy, its structure, and how are you going to deal with the rivalry? Because if there are competitors in that particular market, which you're planning to enter, and by the way, there is no market where there are no competitors. You can have domestic competitors. You may have already established international competitors there. So therefore, the firm must have a strategy. The firm must also ensure that it builds a structure that can succeed in that country. And you must also see the rivalry and the intensity and the ferocity of rivalry that exists in that particular location. And then decide to enter, whether to enter or not enter. And if you do enter, then you get your firm strategy and structure in place so that you can deal with the rivalry. Like I said, the domestic existence of all these conditions does not guarantee that you will do well. And maybe it is also not a necessity that these factors exist. You can still do well. But one thing is for sure that beyond these four factors, the demand conditions, the factor conditions, the related and supporting industries and the firm strategy structure and rivalry, there are certain other facets also that we have to study. And I'm going to talk about these facets as we move ahead in these series of podcasts. The first facet is the political scenario existing in the country. That means beyond these four facets of the diamond of national competitive advantage, these four factors that we talked about, there are additional factors that you may also want to consider and you must consider. The political factor, the economic factor, the social factor, the technological factor, the environmental factor, and the legal factor. The PESTEL model is extremely critical because that also determines whether you should enter the market and how you should create the firm strategy, structure, and rivalry to succeed in that market. So I would normally, as an international business consultant, study the diamond of national competitive advantage factors and then move into the pestle factors. And while we do talk about the pestle factors, the primary qualification should be can you repatriate funds from that country back to your home country? Because if you cannot repatriate your profits, the entire aspect of doing international business gets defeated because repatriation of profit is extremely critical. Thank you very much. This is Niket Karaski. We will go deep diving into the PESTEL model in the subsequent podcast. Thank you for engaging with Eternal Elements brought to you by Tiaso Online. The journey of international business continues through seasons. Thank you very much. I'll see you in the next podcast.